Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Remax of Hot Springs Village, the award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007. 9007 or online at explorehsv.com. And yet another inside out with Miss Clara. Clara is going to tell us a real estate update. How have you been, Miss Clara? I have been great. Thank you, Dennis. You know, it's 2023. Already. Already. And it's sunny outside a little well, bit. Well, it was warm and sunny. Now it's just sunny. It's just funny. We'll take it. I'll take, we'll take it. it. Now, and, and hang on, I'm going to die because it's winter. Okay. And not everything's about real estate every day. Okay. Right. But if I'm not mistaken, I think that it's winter and somebody's going to be getting on a boat in the next few days. Is that right? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, you know, Maybe. it's funny. I've, I've ran across several people who are all going on a cruise. I met three people going on the same exact cruise at the same exact time. <laughs> not me. I'm not included in it. And they're all going around the horn. I was like, how did I miss out on that one? I'm kidding. I haven't, that does not interest me today, but I just thought it was interesting that, that so many people from our community are doing the same exact cruise at the same time. So. Yeah. I, I literally just got back this morning from Christ of the Hills and was working with Kathy there. And she was like, yeah, we loved, you know, j- even just three or four days at, oh, at, at sea, she went from, from Galveston to Can- Cancun, Cancun. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, tell me, just say it as a, as a, as a coast guard girl who spent mm-hmm. a lot of time on the water. I did. What does it do for you? What, what does it do to your soul? I, I think there's something about the water that is just the, and I hate to use the term, the motion of the ocean. There's some calming effect on that. There's some relaxing. I, I personally like it because you have to unplug. You, yeah. there's no, there's no, you know, proverbial phone line attached to the shore where, you know, you're always plugged in. Now you can stay plugged in as much as you want to or as little as you want to, but it just, it's just a different atmosphere and there's nothing wrong with that. We all need, we all need a mental break. I remember, uh, and this would be back in the eighties and nineties. I remember a friend of mine and I thought this was fascinating. He said he was going to get on a tanker and he was going to write a book and he was going to Southern Chile with on a petroleum tanker. And it was going to be something like, you know, $50 a day or something, but he said it just cleared his palate, the sea, the seawater, the, the sea spray, the ocean, it just, it cleanses the palate in some ways. It it does. I think, you know, there's a lot of people that like to uh, have gardens and, and put their hand in the dirt and stuff. I think there's something grounding to be on a beach or be in the sunshine or be on the water. I I think they have some similar properties and we all, we all have those things that, that we favor. Yeah, well, I think it, it, like you say, it reconnects us. And then maybe that's why we're in Hot Springs Village, maybe. Yes, it is. That's why it's always awesome to come home. You go through those gates and you just take that deep breath. You go, 
Okay. I can, I, I'm home now. That's isn't, that the, isn't that the one ubiquitous thing about the entire village? It doesn't, I mean, 18, 19,000 people, 26,000 acres, 34,000 homeowners or, or property owners. Mm-hmm. And we all go when we come in the gates. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. I, I don't either, but there's just, I don't care what time of the day it is. I don't, it doesn't matter what the weather is. Doesn't matter if it's raining or even foggy at times or anything. It's just that welcoming. I made it through the gates. I know I the comfort of home. You know, it's kind of like those, that nice pair of leather shoes that you like to wear, or, you know, those slippers or whatever. It's just that comforting feeling that we love. And you know, you're home uh, and, and for, for, I don't think, and, and we haven't discussed this on the real estate show, but I don't think that we can express how safe it is. I really, you and I take that for granted. I know we do. I know we do. Yeah. It's it's a super, super safe place. That said, tell us what the real estate market's like in this super safe place. Well, glad you asked. You know, I've been working on uh, end of year stats or our 2022 stats just to see how we wrapped up the year and some interesting numbers. And and we've talked about it last year, but our average price per home sold has actually gone up. It went up about $50,000. Average $50,000? Average. In 21, it was at $280,000 for the average sold. And in 22, it was $321,000. That actually makes it about forty-one thousand, but that's a, a significant amount. And when you and when you multiply that times the fact that our our home count sold was less, we were still in about the same area because really? we sold higher value real estate, or our average was higher, even though our count was lower. Our 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 actual sold did, didn't suffer too much from that. But I find it interesting. That for December, we're talking December 22, our yeah. in our homes sold was down 52%. Wow. That's a big number. Well, you know, and it's never lost on me. I, I, You know, you look at the economy. I'm always listening to programs like Marketplace on public radio and stuff like that and, and trying to get a pulse, you know, a feel for what's really going on. And I think part of it, you know, that I, I always went up back when I was a kid, I remember they were starting to measure the consumer confidence index, the CCI. Oh, yeah. And I thought, why does it matter what we think? Because our pocketbooks are directly tied to what we think. Absolutely. We think interest rates are astronomical. Not really, are they? I mean, well, they have gone up over the past six to eight months. Absolutely. And then that that 30-year conventional mortgage, yeah, we're still at the high sixes. I looked earlier today, we're 6.7, 6.8. But you know, right, it was interesting where the, the, the good money is if someone needed to get a mortgage, the 15-year note was down to 5.7. So that really? would be something for someone to consider that price difference between a 30-year mortgage at a percentage plus higher to a 15-year mortgage. I thought, okay, 5.7, that's not so bad. That's still two and a half points lower than the first house I bought. So wow. I, I wow. thought it wasn't too bad. So. Well, and here's the deal. Even six is historically not that bad. I mean, we've been so spoiled, 2%, 3%, 4%. Oh, yeah. Come on. Th- this is not based in reality, people. Really? That That's government fluctuations to try and make things happen. And it made things happen. All right. It, it got them going. It did. Uh, and and I, I guess my my picture here is, and by the way, I, I want to draw a clarification, and you 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 made a good point. I want to just hang a hat on it for a minute. If you want to buy money, 
buy a 30-year note. If you want to buy your house, buy a 15-year note. Is that yes. fair enough? Yeah, if you're if you're capable of of managing that 15-year note, it'll get you through the note quicker and at a lower interest rate. So you're paying more on your principal than your interest in the long run. So it depends depends upon your financial position. And I always tell folks, talk to your financial planner, see what they're going to recommend for you. But better money right now is in that 15-year note. And it traditionally has been, but yeah. it's it's significant right now. Well, you know, we have Shane Lester on the program sometimes, who's a mortgage broker out of Little Rock. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that a lot of people are buying down points. Remember, we used to do that years ago. Oh, yeah. You could buy down your loan and make and not a bad idea, I guess. Well, once again, talk to your financial advisor. That's the best advice. Totally. Uh, that That's where it should be. That You, you know, anytime you're going to talk about legal matters, talk to your lawyer. You want to talk about financial matters, talk to your financial person. That way, you get the straight scoop as to what they want you to do. Exactly. And, and I'll make note real quick. We're talking about existing sales, existing mm -hmm. homes primarily. Right. Mm -hmm. Tell us about new homes. I mean, Renaissance and, and others, they're still building, right? Oh, absolutely. We we still have the custom market stronger than ever and the spec home market stronger than ever. You know, we've got Renaissance that's in Pacifica Villas. Built, they've got a handful of houses. I think there's seven houses on the ground right now. And that really has it in that, uh, I'll call it that medium price point. But we know that our average price per sold home has been in the 320s. And and these brand new homes are not much north of that. Brand new home, east end of our community, desirable, right off DeSoto. Pick which one you want to be in. And that's what Renaissance has it going on. And we've got other builders building right along you know, keeping pace right here in Hot Springs Village. Lots of new construction going on. And and these are not, and pardon the term, these are not run-of-the-mill houses. These are really pretty houses. Brandon builds a great house. Absolutely. Top quality finishes. And, you know, I love Brandon and everything he's doing, but it's amazing how many builders are building in the village right now. Matter of fact, looks like we pulled 130 new construction permits in 22. 130. Yeah. Would tell me how the tell me how we compare to the national average. What do you see going on outside the gates? Well, you know, we we have a tendency to fall behind the national average. It kind of seems like it takes a little bit longer for things to trickle down here to the to the to Hot Springs Village. And we are so blessed because often we have folks coming in here with with hard cash looking to do that buy, looking to do that that purchase, but not always. I mean, people are moving money around. We see a lot of 1031 like kind exchanges and things like that, where people are moving their money from other areas, we're able to get out at a good dollar and move here. So we're seeing that, but we we typically follow the national average. We typically follow them, but not at the same pace. Yeah, we, you yeah. know, it seems like okay, our North America's best kept secret ends up getting things a little bit later than everyone else does. So. Well, it, it reminds me of one of my favorite South Arkansas jokes. You'll appreciate this. We live so far back in the woods that we didn't get Saturday night live till Monday morning. <laughs> and and we didn't always get it then, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. and then, and that's, you know, but as, as Mark Twain would always say, every time somebody always told him they were just a good old country boy, he reached around to make sure he still had his wallet. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. No well, doubt. Any other stats that we need to know or, or what's the story there? Well, the only other thing I'd add is, is we're going to start the new year. We've got just under a hundred 
listings on the market. This is not our escape or tag, take backup offers. We've got, I looked at, we've got about 97 on the market right now. And an interesting note, we have one home on the market under 100,000. We have three homes on the market over 800,000. I just thought that was interesting. Three. Yeah. Traditionally, you know, we would have several townhomes or several entry-level homes, some of the smaller homes, but those price points have inched up or they're selling as quickly as they're coming on the market. So I thought it was interesting that that we've got more at that, that upper end than we do at that lower end right now. Just just an, an interesting segue. And, and you know, and, and Clara, and you and I talked a little bit before these things, but we, we certainly don't have this mapped out. And I'm going to go a little deeper here. Do you think that's where the village is moving? Do you think we're moving? I don't know that upscale is the word, but do you think we're moving up market? Huh? I don't know about that. It would be hard to say, you know, without my crystal ball in front of me, you know, looking at the crystal ball, I think folks are looking for the right size home and that differs from family to family. And they're looking for the right finishes for that family. As a matter of fact, I was looking at a home the other day, not looking at it. We we actually have started caravan again. We actually caravan our new listings on Wednesday. And, and a thought I had at one of the homes is, oh, this is a wonderful home but I don't care for the size of the garage. So those are some of the complexities that people are dealing with. Uh, They might need more storage. They might need that craft room. They might need that, that woodworking room. They might need something special in that Avenue, or they might just want that home. That's going to be easy to maintain low maintenance yard, not too large of a size. So I think you've got the complexity of both sides. I, I do think folks seek out, that beautiful lakefront home. They want to be able to entertain family, friends, grandkids, you know, host, you know, big parties and big family gatherings. I think every one of us gets there in our lives at some point in time, but I think we shift from there to something more manageable at some point in time. So I don't think we appeal to one or the other market. I think we appeal to all markets in that regard. And I agree. I I see where you're going with that. Do you think that we have... I, let me let me make my statement and you prove or disprove or whatever. Um, it seems to me, and this is not a market up market down market thing. This is just a observation. It seems to me our demographics have changed dramatically over the last two years. Uh, I would say, and, and, I, and let me let me split that hair with you. Um, well, here, okay, before the pandemic. Vice president of the computer club, the technology club now, uh, 438 members. We used to fill the Coronado Center every Wednesday night or every one Wednesday night a month. We now have 80 members. Okay. Is is that because we're not doing our job? We're offering the same courses we've always offered. And unfortunately, it's the same instructors, you know. But but that said, it's very clear to me we, we have a new crowd that doesn't need technology. It, it's not as new to them. They brought it with them. They didn't have come here and have to learn technology. Am I am I making sense? Yeah, I I hear you, but I think it's interesting. I think all organizations um, are feeling that same issue, and I don't know if some of it's pandemic. I don't know if it's some of it is just a di- different demographic, like you said. Um, I had the the pleasure of speaking to the um, Thursday morning Rotary yesterday, mm-hmm. and I I have 
it's been awesome. I've spoken to them several times before. We've met in Casa de Carta before. We've met at Good Samaritan back when they were meeting in the dining room. And boy, let me tell you, the complexity of that room has changed dramatically, much like what you mentioned about the computer club. And I don't know that pandemic didn't do some of this. I think the pandemic did do some of it. I I kind of thought, I kind of thought, I kind of still hope. I know how this is impacting churches. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. I, don't, I don't even care where you come down on religion, and I'm not being derogatory of that in any way. But the, the the one of my favorite scriptures is "Do not deny the assembling of yourselves." Mm-hmm. People need to be together. If that's Rotary, if it's church, if it's pickleball, I don't care. Man was not meant to be alone. We're social animals. We need to talk to other animals, and. Uh, the pandemic, yeah, yeah, we're talking now, but we talk all the time. In other words, too, yeah, we can use technology, but it's, you know, it, it's, in my opinion, <laughs> you'll appreciate this. I just got back from lunch with Ken Unger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had Ken on the show probably five or six times. Fascinating guy, extremely intelligent, senior Olympics finalist. I mean, just a super incredible guy. Haven't seen him face to face twice in my life till today. Okay. <laughs> And he kept looking at me going, you just look, you look short, tall. You don't, I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. We don't look the same on screen. I got it. I got it. But I, it wasn't lost on me again that you just, there's just no, no substitute for personal human interaction. And I thought after the, the, uh, the pandemic slowed down some, I thought we might see a roaring back to those associations and groups, but we're just not seeing it yet, are we? I don't believe that we are. And on the flip side of that, I have, I'm not, this isn't a plug, but I have Village Concert Association tickets for tonight to go see Absolute Queen. And I'm confident that all 625 of those seats will be full. So I'll get some association time in in tonight. So I do think that we are getting back to what is normal for us and getting out and being social. But I just think we're picking and choosing what those social times look like. Yeah, uh, that makes a great point. Anyway, I'm enough philosophizing. Hey, and I wanted to mention something. Just just note, you know, the Rotary has asked me to speak, and I've talked to the Rotary before about high-speed internet and so forth, but they never asked me back, and they've asked you back, um, huh? Oh, well, I just was bringing that up. We'll 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 talk about that later. Well, well Hot Springs, I'm sorry. You're funny. <laughs> Clara, it is always a delight. Did you have something else? I'm sorry. No, sir. Not at all. all <laughs> yes, you do. You just don't want to say it. <laughs> For Hot Springs Village Inside Out, I'm Dennis Simpson. She's Clara Nicolosi. We will see you after the cruise. <laughs> Remax of Hot Springs Village, the award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at one 800 364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website hsvinsideout.com and tell a friend.